in Krishna consciousness, it is the effort that is our success. The result is in the hands of Krishna. He may give, he may not give. But if we are sincerely and earnestly performing our service for the pleasure of the Lord, that is the success. The physical fruit of your efforts in devotional service, they will perish in due course of time, as will your body. But to the extent you please Krishna by your efforts, that is eternal. That is a wealth that never perishes. Krishna told Arjuna, you fight for my pleasure. Whether you win or lose, that's my business. But your life is perfect. If you die, you'll go back to Godhead. If you win, you will conquer the world. We should not be attached to the results. We should be attached to pleasing Krishna by our intensive efforts to try for that result. But it is the effort itself, that devotion itself, that is our real success. So Amsuman left this world. And his son, Dilip, he took his father's mission as his life and soul. Throughout his whole sojourn in this earthly planet, in that particular body, he performed severe tapasya. He died. There was no trace of Ganga. His son, Bhagirat, accepted the inheritance of his fathers. Real inheritance is the mission. His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. He preached in Jansi for one year and nothing to show for it. He came to New York, then London, and there was a tremendous success in international society. Was Srila Prabhupada more pleasing to Krishna in New York than Jansi? He was pleasing Krishna equally everywhere. Because whatever he did with, with the pure desire to serve Sri Guru and Goranga, this is Krishna consciousness. Whatever we do should be for the pleasure of the Lord. That is the success of our life. King Bhagirat performed such tapasya with such pure unalloyed devotion for thousands and thousands of years, fasting, praying, Ganga Devi personally appeared before him. He worshipped her with great love. She asked, what benediction can I give you? He explained that on the order of Lord Kapila Dev, I have worshipped you to deliver my forefathers. To come to this world, not only to deliver my forefathers, but to deliver the earth and all fortunate people who take advantage of your causeless mercy. Ganga Devi explained two reasons why she was not inclined to come to this planet Earth. The first reason is that my current is so forceful that if I come to this Earth, I will pierce through the Earth and descend to Pataloloka, where I do not want to go. And also, there are so many sinful people in this earth trying to enjoy the property of Krishna. 
When they bathe in my waters, it is my nature to take the sins of who, those who bathe in me. I will collect such a terribly intolerable volume of sins. Maharaj Bhagirat sincerely prayed to Ganga Devi that one Vaishnav is so pure, so dear to Krishna, that if he bathes in your water or she bathes in your water, they will neutralize the sins of so many thousands and thousands and millions of others. And in the holy places, many such Vaishnavas will be bathing in your waters. Ganga Devi was satisfied. Yes, that is the power of the devotees of the Lord. Srila Prabhupada describes in this regard how Ganga Devi takes the sins of the people who bathe and how the Vaishnavas also take such sins. Srila Prabhupada explains the spiritual master takes either full or partial sins of a disciple. And therefore, a sincere disciple, especially after initiation, will never ever engage in any type of sinful activity or offensive behavior to not burden the spiritual master with the partial quantity of those sins. But Srila Prabhupada explains, but such a spiritual master who is sincerely pleasing the Lord by preaching the Lord's glories throughout the world, Krishna will protect him and neutralize those sins. In this age of Kali Yuga, there is one more dear to Krishna than those who with a heart of compassion propagate the glories of the Harinam Sankirtan movement. As far as your forceful current, Lord Shiva, He is the Lord of this universe. He is the empowered incarnation of the Lord. He has the power with the locks of His hair to control your current. Ganga Devi was satisfied. Maharaj Bhagirat then sat down to perform tapasya by worshipping Lord Shankar. He is Ashutosh. He is easily pleased, but also easily angered. He easily gives favor to his devotees. So within a very less amount of time, Lord Shiva appeared before Maharaj Bhagirat and agreed to accept the service of controlling the current of Ganga Devi, knowing that Ganga was the Charanamrit, water, that is flowing from the lotus feet of his worshipable Lord, Sri Vishnu. Where else could he catch that water except on the top of his head? He took the feet of the Lord through Ganga to keep always on the top of his head. By his own unlimited, inconceivable powers, he contained all that massive quantity of water within the locks of his hairs. And by his great, great compassion and mercy to all living beings, he released it. This is the beautiful form of the Lord that we see in the temple. Ganga Devi came down to the world and Bhagirat Maharaj on his chariot 
was leading the way to his forefathers. Ganga Devi was roaring behind him as he was driving from Himalayas, the place that is now Gangotri. That is the place where Ganga originally descends to this world. As he was traveling downward, Janu Rishi had his ashram and she made so much noise that he swallowed Ganga. This is his power. Bhagirat didn't hear Ganga behind him. He turned around. She was gone. He only saw Janu Rishi. Have you seen Ganga Devi? This beautiful, powerful river? Where did she go? So he prayed, please release her. So by his own Leela, she came out of his ear. And from that time, she is also known as Janabi, the daughter of Janurishi. It is explained by Thakur Bhakti Vinod, and also it is explained in the Bhakti Ratnakar by Narahari Chakravarti that at one point the Ganga stopped and would not go any further. And Bhagirat said, Please come. And she said, This is Navadweep Dham. This is the birthplace of Lord Goranga Mahaprabhu, the supreme most merciful of all avatars. This is his eternal abode. I wish to spend some time here worshipping him. After some time of worshipping Lord, the lotus feet of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, they came to the place of Ganga Sagara. And just before there, at Kapila Muni's ashram, Ganga Devi flowed by and some drops of water touched the ashes of the sons of Sagara and they were delivered. From that time, it is a great and important part of the Vedic culture to bathe in the holy river Ganga. And at the time of death, to put the, the burnt bones and ashes in the Ganga, there is great spiritual merit that is given to those persons, whatever they may have done in this world. You were listening to Radhanath Swami on devotionalnectar.com.